Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip It to Tour, our number one video game podcast on PlayStation. I'm one of your hosts this week, Brian Ratchet Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Darth Vader Fortner. What's going on, man? I, I'm <laughs> you blanked out for a second, childish. didn't you? I was just... No, I was going to say like pee-pee or something, childish, <laughs> just to throw up the rhythm. You know what I mean? But then I thought for a second, like I blanked. I didn't. I paused because I was like, my, maybe this is the episode my mom listens to or my sister listens to. And I need to be responsible. Also, like a real gangster might be listening to it. And I'm just coming out here and just say PP <laughs> for no grand for reason. No reason. But after that, uh, after that, after that Patreon episode, um, maybe that's where that energy is coming from. I do want to shout out all the Jewish people. We love you. Um, my, my, Mike, Mike Perot, my friend, he's Jewish. And, uh, all the Chinese people as well. I'm going to go see Shang-Chi. And I'm gonna see birthday, it. Uh, young I'm gonna see it and get um, some movie theater yeah, popcorn. Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going. I was thinking about going to AMC to go see it because I think you can drink in there. But then I'm like, when I go back, because I was supposed to go see it before we recorded today. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we'll talk about that in the, what we've been playing or whatever. Because I've been fucking with a uh, 2K, so that crack kicked in. But um, I'm, I gotta go back before. I'm gonna go to AMC on the next one. The first time I got to see this in uh, IMAX, so. Well, I definitely want to, like, last night we were sitting there browsing TV, and, like, I was like, man, like, I really want to go back to the theater. Like, it's been a hot minute. It's been since Sonic the Hedgehog. And I was like, I really want to go see something in theaters. Like, it's been a real long time. And it made me realize, I was like, look, I'm as much of an introvert as most gamers can be sometimes. I like my single player experience. I like sitting on the couch and stuff. But like, even this has gone too far for me where now I'm just like, okay, I want to get back to some normalcy here. Like, I want to, I want Friday nights to be like, now that I'm going to the office two days a week, which by the way, Todd, I fought that like a child in my brain, but you was right. Like that was so healthy and it was awesome. And it actually like, it, it, it made me more productive this week than I've been in a long time. And I was like, now five days a week, nah, I'm good. But two days a week, I can handle that every every other day. Like, I'm good with that. But it made me, like, real productive this week, and it made me go, like, man, I want to get back out, like, in the world. Like, I want to well, go I, do Well, stuff. it's kind of funny how being forced forced to do so can, can also make you comfortable with shit, like, i.e. Shang-Chi. We are also not able to watch it on uh home you know streaming it's true. services it's true. and now so now all of a sudden i'm like well you know what maybe it's maybe it is safe enough to go out unvaccinated i don't get maybe it is because i'm just laziness you know what i mean like uh kind of we, we play tricks on ourselves i think but i think that's again i think that just it does still show that uh, obviously the movies going out and going in the social setting yeah. still has value period because if it didn't people still wouldn't go to the movies like certain things broke records with that and i've heard nothing but great things in fact i was checking in on the discord um and the patreon shout out everybody doing that and uh basically i've heard it's like 
not like top five movie period overall. I've heard it's amazing. Something that we normally under normal circumstances would have seriously reviewed by now. But I think uh it's cool that we've had to wait, you know what I'm saying? Um, due to circumstances. But I do I can't wait to watch it so we can talk about it. I still actually like old school stayed away from spoilers. Me surprisingly. too. Me Have too. you done that or see that which is rare because you generally like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna watch it. You know what I mean? But yeah, but this Me one, too. for some reason, like, as soon as everybody talked about how amazing it was, I was like, okay, I want to stay away from spoilers. Like, I want to I want to see this, like, uh, like intentionally. Like, I want to see this. I want to let it wash over me. I want the Shang-Chi to wash over me. I think it was Aaron that was talking about it, or Adam. Either way it goes. Shout out everybody that fuck with it, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what Dragon... This is a movie where I feel like we can finally put a Dragon Kiss Bukaki rating on it. So I can't wait to fuck with that. That'll be fun. Um, I still hadn't watched Black Widow either, and I really don't care. That's I haven't either, thing, and I can watch that at home. Like I, I don't, I didn't care to watch it. We did do the Jungle Cruise one. We watched that. We got that one. Of course you did. Yeah, it was good. It was enjoyable. It was a good adventure film. Like it was a lot of fun. We had a day where me and my wife watched Jungle Cruise, and then we watched that new Jumanji one. The sequel to the new one, the next level, I think is what it was called. And it was okay. It was like, I like Jungle Cruise a lot better. Like, Jungle Cruise was more fun. The second Jumanji movie, though, like, or the third one, technically, like, it felt very much like they were trying to make it way too more, like, way too adult for that kind of movie. But they don't do a good job of it. Like, they didn't know a line. Sorry, this is not a movie review show. This is. This yeah, is not only that, like, tutorial. I blanked out. Uh, right, God, I was about to say, did we even do the intro yet? Like, do no. we where we was from? And no, we just and, went and right who into we are it. and all this other kind of shit. I'm telling you, man, we're on you a different start this level. Over? Nah, we'll just keep going. This is Skip the Tutorial. Welcome. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, we're a video game show. We talk about video games, news, and roundtable. Sometimes we talk about what we've been playing. Sometimes we do a top seven. Mostly we do whatever the hell we want to do because that's us. Um, this week we're talking PlayStation, the showcase they did, and what we've been playing. And then we got most of the news was around the PlayStation stuff, though. So, right. And did you say we like we was number one on PlayStation, and I'm Darth yeah. Vader, and you're uh fucking such and such? And yeah, we, I did. We that. didn't say number one in New York. No. Yes. Okay. I, it started to mix because of the Patreon thing. <laughs> um, and you know, it's not eleven. Uh, so maybe that's where some of the energy is too. Like, uh, you know. Some of that 9-11 energy is flowing through. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's the donut energy. I had a donut this morning. We watched uh, TV last night, and I watched, uh, I want to see a movie. I want to go see Shang-Chi. That's what I meant. Like I told you, I don't think I have diabetes anymore. Do you? Did you order the donuts? <laughs> okay, thank you. It's very kind. It's very kind. I can't wait next week to see Candyman. But no, man, we're a video game show. Oh, by the way, also, uh, patreon.com backslash sttpod. That'll get you four additional episodes of Skip the Tutorial. Completely uncensored in a way that you may or may not enjoy. I honestly can't tell you. Uh, we enjoy it. But also, you're listening to two people who have hypochondria and some form of ADD and anxiety try to work out their demons for 45 minutes before they record a regular show. So mark that time. <laughs> but yes, it's been uh, it's been it's been a great day, uh, and uh, we love the tribe that fucks with us. 
uh, that that deals with with the foolishness and, and helps to to be the strongest foundation of what we get to push through and do every week and enjoy. That's right. Um, while we work things out, have a grand time, and and, and actually ultimately in the shadows of Mordor, if you will, find some uh you know joy and fun and, and talk about the things we we do to get through. So yeah, you already broke it down. We're gonna be playing. Feel like Mordor. feel like doing what you uh what you play. For. First yeah. this week, because I actually I know dope shit going on. I'm, I mean, again, you know, I just been I've been on my crack addiction. I might have to bring out Tyrone Biggums to talk about what I've been got going <laughs> on. I'm, God, there's a, a hint of shame, but yeah, go ahead, man. You go ahead and uh, yeah. What man. have you been playing this week? I can I get can, your mind off the bull. I can do that, man. Uh, so definitely Psychonauts too. I'm I'm super addicted to that. Like I'm playing that an hour and two hour sessions. There's a lot of game to that. You can play the story just basically all the way through, but they gave you enough side missions and kind of a faux open world to explore, which is a lot of fun. Um, kind of just roaming around, doing the bowling, stuff like that. Like, I'm really enjoying Psychonauts too. Like I said, man, you talk about a game, especially in modern day society, that deals with mental health issues and uh, the importance of fun, but also has kind of like this Saturday morning cartoon vibe. I mean, this is a masterpiece in my opinion. Honestly, honestly, it is. I mean, it really, like, Double Fine Studios made a masterpiece of a puzzle platformer. This may be my favorite puzzle platformer of all time. Like, it just as interesting as it is, the different stages, the different worlds, the challenges, the faux open world concept, the humor, the amount of stuff that you can do in the game, and, you know, a game that really takes, like, serious mental health into consideration as its subject matter in this type of framework, I just think that's a real challenge. And I remember that about the first Psychonauts, but this one is absolutely like they deliver it on every promise. And it is very rare that you have a studio that spends this much time in development on a sequel that delivers on that promise. And they did such an amazing job with this. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Like it's one of those games I'm like, I'm playing it for an hour, hour and a half at a time. I'm not trying to get too into it, like too into like four or five hour sessions because I'm trying to savor it. Like I'm trying to savor the little bit. Like I'm playing an hour a day and I'm like, okay, I need to stop because if I don't stop, it's going to be over and I don't want it to be over. Like it's a really amazing experience. Psychonauts 2, it's on Games Pass. That's another thing. Like this is when I honestly could say like I'm, I'm probably going to buy a hard copy edition of this even if it's on games pass because I love it that much. Like it's one that was like, I want it in my library. Cause I have the original psychonauts in my library. And I was like, I want this one in my library right next to it. Like complete that way. The Chinese government can't take it from you. Exactly. Right. I get exactly. it, but they can just stop you from playing by blocking you out of your account. But still, at least you can have it and look at it and use it for some sort of barter system for salt. If <laughs> need be. That's right. That's right. Uh, the other ones that I've been playing, uh, of course, Monster Hunter. I won't go into that. Everybody knows I play that on a weekly basis. Uh, but uh, the first one was Ratchet and Clank. I finally started playing that. Ratchet and Clank, again, beautiful, wonderful, cinematic, insomniac. Reminds me of everything I love about Ratchet and Clank. It's got the humor. They got a nice little twist with separating you from Clank in the very beginning. Uh, the world itself, the movement, the PlayStation controller, everything about it. It's, it's no wonder it's on so many number ones, uh, so far this year. I a hundred percent can tell why. 
And it's the fun of gaming. Like, that's the Ratchet and Clank thing, right? That's the puzzle platformer for me. It's like the solo fun of gaming. Like, that is the core definition of how games kind of started. Especially in, like, the Nintendo era. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you had the Asteroids and you had the Pongs and stuff before that. But in the Nintendo Entertainment System home era, the big thing was platformers. And that's where it really started for most of us was either action platformers or puzzle platformers or, or just platforming like Mario where you're just running along. And there's something so core and so beautiful about the concept of a good platformer for me. That's why I'm always attracted to them. That's why I love those type of games, especially the puzzle platformers. And then you get Ratchet and Clank, which is a mix of... Um, if Psychonauts 2 is a great puzzle platformer, Ratchet and Clank is a good action platformer. And they do a really good job with kind of, no matter what you do, that's a genre that doesn't go away. And it never needs to because it kind of encapsulates the core concepts of home video gaming and where it started. And these evolutions, last year you had, uh, last year you had, uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 that came out, which made my top seven of the year. This year, you've got two amazing ones with both Psychonauts 2 and Ratchet and Clank. Um, I highly recommend all of those if you haven't gotten a chance to play them. And these will forever to continue to be some of my favorite video games of all time. Like, of all time. So, Ratchet and Clank's beautiful, dude. 100% worth it. 100%. The haptics. Are amazing. The haptics. Absolutely. It's incredible. It is an incredible. This reminds me real quick. Yes, sir. Cause I want to, you know, I want to talk about that. I'm, I'm only speaking code names for the Discord on this one. I got to shout out the new number one uh, in the Discord uh, for reminding me to shout out Platinum Crazy in the mm. Discord because I've been checking in a little bit. So I just wanted to put that shout out. If if you're listening, if you're listening, um, AKA is Aaron's friend Platinum Crazy. Shout out, fucking with you. Um, I'm quiet too, as you can see, and it's our fucking Discord. So don't feel feel any type of way, sir. That that. That ravage land there, that savage yeah. land there. I don't even like. I said it's you know. There's no totalitarianism here with that bullshit. I love it. I love it. Um, other than other than Brian's iron fist in uh, Caligula ways from time to time. Um, but yeah, they, he was talking about great choice in uh, Gretchen and Clank. How, how amazing the game was because I was talking about I was just gonna go ahead and get it. This is the beauty of the show. I love doing with you. You allow me to you and you enable me to like indulge in my crack sometimes. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I'm not getting mad and or I hadn't gotten wretched and clank yet. A part of the reason why I didn't is simply because number one, well, I, I'll get into that when I was playing. The the number one reason was because you got it and it's like that crank brain you was talking about. How we've been doing this thing, like, well, it's like you know, Brian, he'll get to do it. I'll get to vicariously live through him for a little while, and that'll give me some time to work on some other shit. But I like you kind of channeling back to your platforming. Also brings back the point of the show outside of like the broader scale with the tribe, everybody having like a commonality and coming together like booty cheeks, boom. But like specifically knowing you, like I know you, you know a great fucking platformer, from yep. a shitty one. Period. You know what I'm saying? Point blank on a like real level you know what i mean so like yeah I, I can tell by the way you broke down psychonauts 2 and motherfucking ratchet and clank those are like top tier top level platformers and that's always been something even when we had like conversations about how video games get helped with uh fighting i think stuff like dementia or something i don't know what you were saying but it, it you were saying specifically platformers were like good games for that almost damn they're like they are brothers. so it's always a, a good suggestion i think to keep the whole uh gray matter stretchy in these times so 
um yeah i appreciate you brother thank that's, you that's, that's the point of that um but i'm glad to hear about the haptics what about the uh like the actual i know the story is gonna be uh, a little cute and fun to me we both like yeah. the movie so i'm sure that humor is still there it's insomniac which i'm sure we can get more into when we get into the playstation conversation which you know what i'm saying that's a whole nother thing um but as far as like one thing in particular for me period what I've, I've been loving so far and i want to hear from you with that game specifically is like how do you how how they work that ssd into the gameplay for you and how oh, you yeah. feel about that oh dude it's amazing it's so quick it's so fast it's there's zero screen time loading like it's just it, it feels it feels like a <laughs> it feels very much like a um, continuous experience. Like I, I don't get taken out of it by the screen times or the load times. Like it's just that kind of beautiful continuation of what they started with God of War and just the concept of moving to no load screens, which is, you know, it's kind of a beautiful concept, man. It's a beautiful idea. And I can't wait for it to continue because there's the one thing, like I've been playing uh, psychonauts two on my laptop and while the load screen is minimal, I can feel the power of the PlayStation 5 when I'm playing Ratchet and Clank. Like, I can feel the power of the PlayStation 5, the rendering, the beauty of it. I can feel it in the haptics and the feedback of the controller and the absence of load screens and the cutscenes just looking like the movie. Like, I'm watching the movie, like, and then making me go, now I want to watch the movie movie again. Yeah. From what I hear. That's what it feels like, man. It's just kind of a beautiful experience altogether. Um, you know, gaming's got a lot of room to breathe. For me, I'll always go towards uh, in any many different orders, but most of the time when it comes to the games I play, it'll be platforming of some kind, RPGs, and action multiplayer games, um, which I really like, uh, especially if I can get on there with Bob, and I'll talk about one that's kind of interesting in a minute. Um, but that's the thing is like that platforming single player experience like is so it, it it's so reminiscent of me playing anything on Nintendo 64 like Quest 64 or Super Mario 64 or Banjo-Kazooie like which Banjo-Kazooie is one of my all-time favorite games. Um speaking of that they need another Banjo-Kazooie. Like I need rare to get on that. Like we need a Banjo-Kazooie in this platforming world and I need a remasters like like they did with Spyro and like they did with Crash Bandicoot. And then um, Toys for Bob, um, they September twenty second, so in eleven days, Diablo two remaster drops, and Toys for Bob, the same people who did Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, did that. So I'll be on that. Um, so it's just kind of a good, it's a weirdly good gaming year, even though I haven't in, I haven't, there hasn't been a whole lot I've participated with outside of Monster Hunter stuff and Psychonauts and a few different hits and misses here and there, but. There's been some really great stuff that has kept me coming back with like the new Destiny 2 expansion that's coming out. So um, it's been kind of a good go back here. But the one that I wanted to talk about with Bob real quick was one we played last week for like seven hours together. It's called Craftopia. And it's on Xbox Games Pass for PC. Um, I think it's on the console as well. This is the weirdest game I've played all year, Todd. This is the absolute weirdest game. This is Breath of the Wild mixed with Minecraft mixed with like the 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 kind of like satisfactory building style games like there's something very strange about this game and it feels like do you remember that old uh 
you remember the old phone game when smartphones came first came out called Alchemy, where you would have to combine the different things? Like, there's the kind of like that concept to it too, and there's this open world experience, and it's just kind of hard to explain. Like, you definitely can make these different ages, and the game doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you consider it. But at the same time. Me and Bob played it for almost six hours, six and a half hours together the other night and couldn't stop playing it. And the only reason I stopped was because it was 3.30 in the morning. And I was like, I have got to go to sleep. Uh, well, you and Bob love each other a special way, man. I love Bob too, man. <laughs> Shout out to all the bootiest out there. You know what I'm the I want to get on there you know tonight. Like, I'm just like... Of course you do. Y'all, look, man. Like I said, with the Discord, I... I I am. I'm not envious, but it's just like, man, damn, I could have got on Valheim with the homies. But it's kind of dope that they got like a Valhalla that they building. So I, I'll get in there like Overlord one one of these days. Uh, <laughs> you ready? You, have you watched that anime? That uh, no, I haven't Overlord watched that one. Anime, I mean, I've been I've been no, going back yeah, on Cowboy not, it's, Bebop. It's not bad. I've been watching Cowboy bad. Bebop it's, again. It's, it's interesting in in, in regards to it. Reminds me of the tribe a bit uh, behind it. But so yeah, that I mean that's that pretty much. What you've been playing this week? Yeah, I mean, pretty much outside of like a few, I downloaded a couple, like I, I downloaded that new one, Breath Edge, which is on Xbox Games Pass. That looks interesting. Uh, I also downloaded the Mist Remastered, which I'll go be going back and playing because I loved Mist um, as a kid, especially. And then part of me wants to reinstall Crusader Kings 3 because they did a bunch of updates, but I also don't want to fall down that crack hole. Uh, hey, I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to go back down that rabbit trail, Todd. I'll disappear for two weeks and just not come out of that and not being able to breathe. I need to get focused. I need to get focused on the stuff I want to beat and play. And, oh, we played a little Outriders. We went back to that and that's still Outriders. Like, that's a good fun hour multiplayer experience and then jump off and get on something else. Like, you know, that's kind of what Outriders has become. And, um, I do plan on getting on Avengers this week too at some point. So that's what I got. That's Avengers, all. man. Avengers, man. Uh, well, yeah, that's dope. I've been that's reading dope. a lot of comics. I much. And... We get, yeah, I am much, and I know the tribe like they they, they was they, they was lit up this this week about uh, PlayStation. So okay, so was I. So I don't want to get and waste too much time on bullshit uh, this week. But uh, I will say, I mean, of course, I in. Waiting and waiting for the Kumite to start with me sacrificing, not even sacrificing, that's a heavy word. Normally it would be on Madden season right now, RRP Juggernaut, my dog, and shout out Crown Holders motherfucking uh, franchise for what they do uh, as usual. But this year, like I said, I wasn't fucking around. I went balls deep into, you know, being like, all right, I know what I'm going to do. And I'm going to get on 2K22, good, bad, or ugly this year. Um, before I did that, of course, I still just my most meditative game that I love, one of all time favorites is just plucking through like hitting just at this point with Ghost of Tsushima. I'm just waiting on Ghost of Tsushima too. But in between time, it's still nice to like get on there and get all the secrets. Like I don't know if I told you that I I mean, it's been a long time where I actually like looked up the guy to find uh like the God of War armor. Yeah. Or the Bloodborne armor. That's like clean as shit, like uh, and upgrade all my armors like, you know to the highest level shit like that like a kid or whatever in a weird way that good kid childish heart so i did do that you know in preparation for 2k but uh mm -mm. let me tell you something joe rogan let me tell you Brian. <laughs> something you might not know about me 
<laughs> I play 2K. <laughs> I play 2K. Nah, uh. Mm. That crack, baby. Mm. I do crack. Nah, it, it, it really is. It, it's a uh, shout out, Curtis. I ain't seen him on, you know what I'm saying? I think he getting ready. I'll probably see him on after we get off here, but uh get you know, over this weekend, I think everybody trying to get their warriors together. It's it's a different type of Kumite season. And this is my first time. I've purposely stayed away from next gen last year to focus heavily on next gen this year. Again, I got the legendary just edition, so I got current gen and next gen. I'll probably do two different builds, one on current gen at some point, one on next gen. But just for time constraints and just how a motherfucker is and the reason why I abstained and stayed away from this type of uh, game for quite a, a while is the reason why I'm, you know, I'm I'm in there now. Like, and I got a little window to kind of get a good foundation. So, like, I've been playing the shit out that game. I'm not going <laughs> to fucking lie. Like, I'm going to get back on there uh, as soon as I fucking can. Um, the break will be to go see Shang-Chi and get out the house and let yeah. the light see my face while I turn into Gollum because I've definitely had a window again of opportunity to do such a thing in my weird adult life so i don't know if this will be a part of my midlife crisis this year but it should be great and so far man the game is way better than 2k21 in my humble opinion the controls are kind of back to where they need to be as far as the dribbling are concerned a little bit from what i can tell it's a little bit early in the game so nobody's found a meta in it to where they can't figure out what, what who's gonna what's gonna be the god build and god tier yeah. and the reality is for the first time in quite a while the actual builder itself is fucking ingenious. So it's very complicated and it's very difficult for you to just build an all-around Superman character to run around and try to take cheese and exploit. Like, it's just going to force motherfuckers to actually have some competitiveness, at least for some time, um, with their builds because you cannot do everything. You have to be more strategic with your build. Mine is a, a two-way inside-out player. Which actually, so far, is pretty dope, but he has some real holes. Like, he cannot defend. He cannot do a lot of fucking things. But you can defend if you got a good skill base. I think that's where the gap is. They added a dunk meter. I generally like to play with slashers and athletic builds. That's a little bit of a, I mean, it's an easy meter. But it it actually keeps you awake. At least it's not an automated thing. You got to pay attention. Um, I haven't even gotten in the park yet. I'm sharpening my sword, but I did play through uh, my career a little bit for the first time. Generally speaking, I skipped through that bullshit, and the story is kind of cheesy. It's not this year. You're a guy named MP that was a YouTube star that is now going to the NBA. And as cheesy as that sounds, what I will give my career credit for this year is they actually addressed that with like a beautiful cutscene with Kendrick Perkins making fun of itself. Little shit like that, yeah. where normally I would not have any kind of emotional feel. And feel tortured by the grind. So far, I haven't felt tortured. I felt like, I'll be honest, like there was some weight to be wanting to win the national championship to get some extra attributes and badges. Um, I think I'm going to say something. I actually don't. I think badges are always important, but it's something about them paying attention to your attributes actually mattering this year as far as like strength and speed, things that people would use to fuck with their bills to exploit shit in yeah. the past where it's just like well you don't need strength because it doesn't matter you know it's not gonna have an effect of the overall you just need this badge and that'll supplement it i think it's a little bit more of a mixture there and pound for pound is pretty crazy a lot of people bitch about the city so it is a rpg element that they're trying to build into the game as well which i actually if i'm gonna be honest as much as i want to shit on that and be negative because that's the point of view and perspective i should have i look at it like if you're gonna charge this amount of fucking money to play this game and be so damn egregious 
to play this damn game. I need to get on this game and feel like I'm having a premier damn experience, which the time suck of it is worth the value. Yeah. And so far for me, it's done that. Now, maybe I'm just a little bit more excited because it's my first time playing with current gen um, as well. But I've been I've been having fun with it so far with the ups and downs and the smiles and frowns. I can't wait to get on there once I get my squad together, and uh, which is another reason why I got my build a certain kind of way and, and get some more game time in after you know laying down a solid foundation on it. So graphics are dope, gameplay has improved. Um, we'll see about current versus next gen. I still got to run around. If I got a complaint about the city, though, it is hard to navigate. You can only ch- fast travel to the apartment, so it kind of forces you into some of the um, like more egregious things like putting Jake the State Farm guy in there and whatever else, you know what I'm saying, and giving you free khakis and State Farm uh, propaganda <laughs> to walk around in. But that's still kind of dope, you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. I think we had to, no, no, it wasn't me and you that had that conversation. Shout out Dan, I know he not listening, but we was talking about how Jake from State Farm might be the Antichrist which caused Chris Paul to lose the finals Um, and overpower the power of that succubus gypsy that had a sex party with all the Phoenix sons that caused them to go on that fantastic run that they went all the way to the championship the next year until they ran into a healthy Giannis. But anyway, um so yeah, so far first and hard to hate on Giannis too. Hell nah man. And that's what man, he's a monster in the game. He's a monster. Luca, you know, they gave uh, gave away all that free shit for Luca. He's the cover uh artist like um for cover athlete, excuse me, on there. Um so yeah, so far so good, man. So far I'm pleased. Um they did have an issue with the it wouldn't be 2K if they didn't have an issue with the launch on the service. Of course, but of course. But the first hour of the service not allowing you on, I actually is, have had a relatively smooth experience, and i got to give them credit for that because 2K for 20 years has been um, notorious for motherfucking having horrible motherfucking launches with their service. Also, it was funny the other day, I was, I was reminded, it was uh, on the ninth, a couple of days ago, before 9/11. Again, happy 9/11, everybody! In my prayers and wishes with all the families. Um, but yeah, uh, it was 9999 when the Dreamcast came out. Yes, which it was. The was. first time I played 2K, uh, which was you know, 20 years ago, whatever. But right, you know what I mean. And it was just a dope time. And and the fast forward now. And with all the egregious bullshit, the money wise is it don't like that. I would be lying to you if I said that wasn't like some crazy fucked up possible pay to win shit that they building in there. With like attributes to at, when you could buy like an armband and it builds like a three point block or something or three points to your block rating. Like where there's concerns about like pay to win features in the game, the skill gap I feel like could be is there. I don't think it's I, I think it's just weird to think about how amazing it is too though in a way if you go back to like the original Dreamcast 2K. That's something that I can't say that I've gotten from like a Madden, for example. Yeah. But um which is which is also that which is even more of a travesty. At least two K players have a decent game that they can say is a a simulation where they don't feel completely fucked. Um but yeah, so I played that. Um Animal Crossing. Yes. Still gotta fuck with it. Uh, more, but um, I'm just that's a meditative game. I'm that's still trying very to meditate. I did. I do get why you said you wanted to want to make a GTA version of it. Yeah, I do. Um, you know what I'm talking I about. I think that would be genius. But, uh, yeah, man. But yeah, man. But uh, but that's pretty much it. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I'm just ready to get through the show, do this thing, and uh, get back to my crack, baby. <laughs> Joe Rogan got some ivermectin <laughs> for me. 
I know that people watched it, but we're we're gonna give you some of our thoughts here. Uh, I'll start with I'm just going back in order here of the trailers and the announcements. Smoke rocks. Cocaine. Hey kids. Hey kids. I had Mickey Mouse in the room with me going boo 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 boo. I saw stars and Care Bears. So the first announcement from PlayStation that I wanted to talk about was Spider Man Two. Insomniac Spider-Man 2. It's bringing together Peter Parker and Miles Morales and multiple bad guys in the mix like a good milkshake. Like a good milkshake. The, the bad guys, Venom, though. That's the one. We. Venom. Yes. Great timing to release that Fantastic. trailer in light of the movie that's coming out. I know you're excited about seeing Candyman, which I'm not going to lie. Like, I want to see that, but the hood nigga in me is still happy with the original Candyman. I love the what original. What I do want to see, what I do want to see and see if I don't die when I go see Shang-Chi this weekend is uh, the fucking new Venom movie. Yeah, with, uh, Woody Harrelson in it that got moved back up. So, um, yeah, when Insomniac dropped Spider-Man 2, which I kind of expected. Yeah, I um, expected it. But, yeah, that's still going to be exciting just to see it. But I mean, we might as well get it out the way. And with with we'll see for me, we just what I'm excited about. Point blank, period. Shout out, Mr. Nixon. You know what I'm talking about? Is for putting posting it in the group. But Wolverine. Yeah, and I've got that one coming Ryan up. Somniac yeah, is insane to me. And the, the the point of it is, if they do old man Logan Wolverine, and they go back to one of the better. Film adaptation video games, which was the Wolverine video game that they did around a decade ago, where they had this. You talking about Origins? I was in there and everything. Yeah, Origins, which is one of the dopest, most underrated superhero video games and movie adaptation games ever. We probably put it on the list somewhere. But if they take some of that DNA with this technology and put that with an Insomniac game, damn Wolverine, my dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, a hundred percent. 100%. I, I can see all the excitement, dog. I can see all the excitement. I can see why Brandon was just like they dropped their nuts, and why other people did. Uh, the, the PlayStation showcase right there for me was should be named the unzipping. It really should be. It is the unzip. Oh, you know what? That's a good. Uh, that's the title for this episode, the unzipping. But no, man, it's true. I mean, if if you take okay, so you've got Insomniac who's doing Spider Man two, uh, which is going to be incredible because you've got you know potential. You got Venom. Uh, Craven the Hunter, you know, Miles Morales and Peter Parker teamed up. And we know how much we love that first Spider-Man game, which actually came out three years ago yesterday. Um, the reason I know it came out three years ago yesterday is I was reminded on Facebook all the po- the selfies I posted from playing that game when me and you got it on midnight release. And we both stayed up playing that game way too late. And that was an incredible experience. Uh, still one of my favorite games of the last gen. Like, absolutely if not, like, I always go back to God of War, but I will I will continue to say the most fun I had playing a game on PlayStation 4 I was still, Spider-Man. I think that that is your favorite game. I think that is your favorite game, but I am disappointed that you have not gotten a chance to play Miles Morales yeah. in a heavy way, especially Which as an owner of I will a be. PlayStation 5. I will as be. As much as I know you love Spider-Man's game, like, that, that that's the one-one, because that game is dope as fuck. Which would even make you even probably more excited about what they showed at PlayStation 2. So PlayStation 2 and Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. 
But I cannot wait for Spider-Man 2. It's coming out in 2023. But you're right. The Wolverine thing. We talked about this all the time. If you never got a chance to play Wolverine Origins for the PlayStation 2, that game is incredible. That game is absolutely incredible. That is the best. It's like one of the pre... Like, for me, that is one of the defining superhero games of the PlayStation 2 era. Like, that's when I realized what a superhero game could be. There's two games. There's two games outside of, like, the RPG ones, like Legends um, and stuff like that, or Ultimate Alliance. But it is Wolverine, and it is the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Like, those two games were so much fun to play. I've got them both for the Xbox, um, the original Xbox, and they still hold up. Like they still are just a There fun, are two more games time. I want to add to that list for this far as superhero yes. games for me that divine defined it. You know, it was prototype. Prototype and was good. Infamous series. Yes. Those two. But yeah, um, so yeah, so what's what was the next cause for okay, let me say my next one that um that I, I that kind of I, I took a note on. And that's that a uh, forespoken game. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a must have too. Yeah, that's a must have. Like I, I'm, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. But no, as far I have as no whatever, clue. It's like, is that Aladdin in that motherfucking bracelet <laughs> of doom? I don't know. But Square Enix, like, like hopping around on ethereal shit, ethereal, ethereal. I had no idea is what was word? going on, man. Watching it, ethereal. It's, it's Square Enix. It, it's it looks to be an open world RPG. Um, according its protagonist, Frey Holland, who's an ordinary New Yorker, suddenly finds herself trapped in the mystical land of Athea, packed with amazing it magical It looks to benefits. be a dragon kiss bukkake to me. Yeah. It looks to be a, amazing. I mean, it just it's beautiful. It's going to be shit everywhere. Beautiful. Dude. Right. I'm sure it's a midget in that thing. I can almost feel it. Dude, I cannot wait for that one. Uh, that one is going to be absolutely a blast, too. And you know it's Square Enix, man. Like, anything Square Enix drops, I'm going to be paying attention to. Like, they're just... It is who it is. Um, I don't want to skip out on Gran Turismo, though. Like, Gran Turismo 20 set, tw- coming out March 2022. I mean, the fact <coughs> is, is I haven't been much of into, like, racing genres until recently. Especially uh, when you go back and you go... Uh, uh, what's the game mean you always talked about on Xbox? The one mean you both like so much? Uh, Not for- Forza. Forza Horizon. Is it Forza? Forza, yeah, Horizon, yeah. one of the greatest fucking racing games to play of all time. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about Gran Turismo. I have a car. I have a real car. Um, but there's something about. I should care. Well, for me, it it's looks, it looks amazing. That's what it is. Like the the beauty of it. Like it looks beautiful. And then on top of that, too, it's like PlayStation Five technology, right? Like the idea right. of using uh, it's that the thing controller. that they do. See, I think that's. I think what it is is. I think it's there. Are, there's like an avid base for Gran Turismo fans. I'm not gonna do sure, like a lot of people sure. doing like shit on Gran Turismo. Like I, I love racing games. Racing games are great, but I think it's something that they've done like every year that they could to to show the power of the new system, and that's just introduce a racing game. Yeah. Like the most photorealistic kind of game you can create, and I think it looked wonderful. But the, that's always like the place filler as far as like the actual showcase itself, you know, to separate the game and the showcase presentation of of the unzipping that they did. Uh, it's always like a place filler to me for like actual anticipated games. Like, I don't think there's a as big of a fan base for Gran Turismo. Like, it's like it's like same, same, but different. Yeah. Now, I will say this, too, though, like 
by the time Gran Turismo comes out, Forza Horizon 5 will have already been out since November. And that's going to be on Games Pass. So you know I'm going to be playing Forza Horizon 5. Like, I can't wait for that one to see what they do with that one. That one I'm going to be When is Forza Horizon 5 come out again, you said? November 8th. What else is coming out then? I should have looked this up before we recorded. Because he... Uh, well, as far as what they've got announced, PlayStation dropping anything? Not that I can find. Nothing big. Um, we'll go through that though, because okay. you've got like, you've got a few things coming out in November twenty twenty one. Um, I mean, the next thing that I was kind of interested in was that uh that Chia game, which looks like more like a cartoony kind of Breath of the Wild roaming game. I'm always interested in those. Um, then you've got the Kid Amnesia, uh, which is going to be that virtual exhibition uh, coming out in November of 2021 um, for Radiohead. Uh, Uncharted, uh, me and you have talked about this. That's the Legacy of Thieves thing. Um, It's a collection. Did you you see that one? The collection coming out of the remaster for PS5, which is Uncharted 4 and Uncharted Lost Legacy together. Yeah, I, and uh, that, again, that's a great series, but for me, it's not something I've um, really ever, like, I, I miss that boat. I miss that boat. Um, you know, but, like, to go back real quick, because I know we're talking about the PlayStation thing, but I think you're right, like, I'll call, like if I don't get Call of Duty, I mean, I'm never going never gonna to get Just Dance 2022. No, I'm never going to Horizon that. 5 is going to be on Game Pass, like you said, right? They're just re-releasing Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 5 again. So, I mean, I already got that. Shimigami Tensu, nothing's coming out. Yep. So, yeah, I'll definitely be on that motherfucking Forza 5 with you, brother. Yeah. Good old Game Pass company through for the win again. But I'm thinking about Deathloop because that comes out in three days. I'm uh, not playing that shit. I probably will. I'll probably give yeah, it a yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. I think it's some black Frenchmen that, that, that are associated that, with that. It was dope. I'm just keeping it real. I'm, I'm doing my... I'm on... Man, I ain't even got... I ain't even got all my badges on my first build yet, boy. It's going down, boy. It's going down. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you the name of my uh, 2K character this year? No. All right. So, you know, I made Larry June first. I got yeah. that. I got Primo Rice next. And I made this dude. He's Chad Butler. But anyway. Nice. What's, uh, so, yeah. My, the, the, that was the second one, though. I know we just started with the four-second conversation. What, what was something else that kind of stuck out to you as far as the uh, presentation? Well, I, I kind of found it interesting with the Blood Hunt, the Vampire the Masquerade Battle Royale game. I'm not going to play it, but I found it interesting. If you, I think that's actually on place or PC right now for free, um, which let me let me check. Hold on. I got my PC up. Let me look up Blood Hunt. Yeah, no, nah, that did. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's right. You brought that shit up. I forgot about that. Like, I, I, I didn't make a note on that one. But that, that was like that's another one. I, that, that did look fun. That did interest me. I think we, we like vampires and shit like that though. So that's not uncommon. Yeah, that was uh, surprisingly more intriguing though. I was just like, oh, this is okay. It looks like one of those games. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was presented well. But hopefully, when you get it in hand, like people that are fans of that genre really do enjoy it and and it possibly can get a good cult following if it does you know it could be interesting um which reminds me i need to go ahead and finish downloading that playstation plus this month game it was hitman 2 and uh predator yeah i don't want to play predator uh, uh but yeah, is it one of those type of games like predator hunting 
Like you nah, get different classes and it's, shit like it's it. yeah, it's different classes of vampires, but it's all battle royale. It's all framed around the battle royale concept. And it's free right now on Steam for people to play. Um so it came out oh, on okay. Steam September seventh. Oh. So it's So it's probably just a yeah, yeah blah blah. It's all a right, filler. so yeah, uh speaking of games that I don't give a fuck about again, Alan Wake. Now, as much as I don't give a fuck about Alan Wake and I never have been the I'm not even gonna say I haven't been a huge fan. I just missed the boat. I, I respect the fuck out of people that like some people like Alan Wake is their favorite game of all time. Yep. I respect the shit out of that. And what I will say, as much as I don't give a fuck about Alan Wake, the way it was presented, if I was a fan of Alan Wake, I would imagine I would have been extremely excited. Dude, I, I was excited about this announcement. So there's two things that excite me about this announcement. Will I say Alan Wake is my favorite game of all time? No, definitely not. But will I say that this coming out for October 5th, which is perfect time for spooky season, is absolutely on point? Absolutely, dude. This is going to be my Halloween game. This is what I'm going to be playing through Halloween. Um, I can't wait, man. I cannot wait. That's going to be an absolute incredible experience, uh, especially for that time of year when you can open up the windows and let the cool breeze come in and, you know, the, it gets darker outside a little bit quicker. It just gives me the all the right chills in all the right places. That's all I'm saying. That was that was a little yeah, too much. Boy. That's a little that's too a, much. Yeah, that's not no, but you know, but you know what? No, but the, as far as the ambiance, if you will, yes, of what I saw. Uh, no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like as far as like I was even interested in playing it around that time, you know, or checking it out at least. It was creepy, bro. It was dope. Like it actually looked like a game. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it, it uh, that that's that was the next one for me. Um, I mean, it was a 45 minute showcase that was pretty. Bang full of motherfucking uh games, but I mean, outside of the obvious that we're gonna probably, I don't want to, you know, we might as well save what everybody was waiting for for last just to address. For sure, but were there any other games at the showcase that really kind of were like uh, heavy on you? Well, I'm, I'm Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm interested in that's coming out oh, in October, yeah. that looks a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo, yeah. which I've been interested in yeah. since they announced it a couple years ago. That was sexy looking. Not gonna play that. Like that. I, yeah, don't, yeah. I did not care about Rainbow Six whatsoever. Um, that one, I was. That was probably one of the more disappointment, disappointing ones. The one that I would. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I, I hate to say that because it's probably gonna be great, and this is a sect of Rainbow Six fans. That I mean, I hope it pleases them, but it did not. As a person that would love to get back into Rainbow Six, like I hadn't really been super hardcore in Rainbow Six since like Vegas. So like, I tried to touch the most recent one that they fixed that has like that hard, hard following. But this one, I was just like, okay, like I, I don't know. It, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'd, I'd rather try the first person shooters. I'm just, it, I'm not good anymore. Maybe when Halo Infinite comes out, that's like the first person shooter that I'm gonna be like extremely excited about. I think there's like remnants of the reason why I played Destiny Two from some time because that was one of my favorite first person shooter experiences. But yeah, I'll cut you off. What were you about to say? No, I was gonna say outside of that, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland Project Eve. Like I give them a couple of 
both of those kind of couple of shout outs, mostly for Project Eve because of the Monster Hunter fan in me. Anytime you get hack and slash with giant monsters, I'm on board. And then Tiny Tina's Wonderland looks interesting as a spinoff from Borderlands, especially adding kind of like the D&D and magical elements to it. I'm interested in both of those. And then before we get to the big one, of course, of course the Kotar like remake. Absolutely. Like Kotar all day long. I'm all for that. It's probably my favorite Star Wars game of all time. Knights of the Old Republic. I'm 100% on board with going back and revisiting that. Um, but we're here to talk about the big one. So we're going to dedicate the last bit of this show to the one everybody... Todd, what was it? What was the big one for you? I mean, yeah. Uh, with God the, of War, everybody knows it. Ragnarok. Rock, yeah. God of War, Fat Thor. Um, Fat Thor. It looks great. It looks beautiful. Being uh, voiced by Opie from Sons God of Anarchy. Right, it's some large god at the end that looks dope. They do a great job. It is a fucking system seller, and uh, yeah, I'm still. I, I'm, my expectations aren't tempered. If anything, they are, you know, right on par with what I expect from these people. They've been doing it for years and wonderful work, and I hope that it continues. I will say, like, until they put down a stamp date on that game, you know, again, I got young Kratos tattooed on me yeah. a decade ago. Like I fuck with God of War, so it's not even something I need to, you know, me me pretending to be like super excited about it. Like it's already known; it's ingrained in me. It was, it, you know, this is this this will solidify whether I get a Ghost of Tsushima tattoo next, or I finally do get Old Man Logan tattoo next to Young Young Kratos. But um, but yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks great. It looks. It like, looks fantastic. I can't wait. For I yeah. can't either, man. Like God of War, the Ragnarok. Like I mean, like we talked about, Fat Thor, Opie from Sands of Anarchy. I'm glad. I'm glad it's a PlayStation Five exclusive. It should be. Uh, so, so as as well as uh, Spider Man Two. Yep. Unlike um, uh, you know, Event Horizon or uh, what's the other one that's coming out? Never mind. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I like that because it, that lets me know that they are at least hoping and projecting that they'll have more consoles for everybody yep. by the time those games come out. That That's where I'm most excited. That lets me know that we are moving forward because that's generally how it goes, especially with Sony. God of War is their flagship game. It is. That dude. is the system seller. That is their Mario. That is the thing where regardless, there's a group of motherfuckers that have not died off yet that if they they could have everything else, but they will buy a PlayStation for this game. That's why it was such a fucking beautiful Easter egg and Ghost of Tsushima Iki Island when I personally ran up on a God of War shrine, which was so childish and smart though. And then it and it was even with the shrines with the exclusive uh, content that they had in Ghost of Tsushima leading up into the showcase, I thought was dope as fuck. And then like I think people are gonna lose their minds when God of War actually comes out. Just like I, I almost I almost shed a tear, man. I had to call you whenever I see the Blaze of Kurt Chaos when we went through that game. And it's been a minute since I gave a fuck about running through a game to be honest. This has been a year where we're gonna do our top seven. But it's been a, a in a weird year it's been great because I've had it's just been great, but it's also like been a harder year, a hardest year I think since we started recording for me to just easily put a top seven or top seven so far together. For me, yeah, I think we're not gonna run into that in twenty two. No, no, twenty twenty two is gonna be oh, incredible. I personally, yeah, but this yeah, has but, also been a transition I mean, much- year. Right, right, right. I think we both, like I said, I've been up doing the crack with the two K. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm, I need to. Get, I've been on Monster uh, you know, Hunter and I've been on Destiny too a lot lately. 
Well, and it's been a long week. It's been a long week for both of us, just outside of gaming and all that bullshit. So I'm just glad that we were able to get through this and we can like, like, go back through the news and and go back and 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 you know talk about what's coming up that's exciting and have a little bit of hope. Uh, but my, you know the donuts are here, and I have one more side thing. Oh, well, what else about the showcase did you want to go over? Man, that was really it. Um, I was looking at the stuff coming out soon: Death Stranding's director's cut, Lost Judgment. New World, this comes out on September 28th. I'll be all above that, all on that, dude. Um, you know, there's a bunch of stuff coming out that just, man, I'm, I'm getting excited, dude. I'm getting excited. We're getting to that point where, you know, it's, it's getting there, but it's going to be about picking and choosing which ones I involve, you know, spend my time with. And of course, November, October 28th, Age of Empires 4, like, that's going to drop. You know, that's going to be one. So it's gonna be like this. that'll be the that'll be right on fucking time to get kind of wane me off the off the dope a little bit and go through my my cycle. Um, but I know we're supposed to end it off with God of War, but I did want to pick your brain and get your your initial reaction or your thought thoughts on the motherfucking Matrix Four Resurrection trailer that they just dropped. I cannot wait. So if you pay attention in that movie, there's a point where in the movie. They're playing the original Matrix. So my understanding is this is a world where Keanu Reeves is playing an actor who played in the original Matrix. So it's a Matrix within a Matrix. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. All I know is this is the first time since Matrix, since the original Matrix. Yeah. Since the original Matrix. Where there's some hint of curiosity there. Yes. That reminds me of the original Matrix. Because I remember when the original Matrix came out, it was just like, what is this freaky shit? Everybody and was, was like, like what is the Matrix? It. Yeah, it was like, okay. But it was also the timing of it was very intelligent. The marking of it was very intelligent because it was right before the world was supposed to shut down and everybody was freaked out yep. about a grand reset because of the computer's going to flip when it went from 99 to 2000. And so they dropped the Matrix right then technology is right on the cusp of booming and they are ahead of times as far as technology with the slow-mo and everything else and just the story itself was something that was unanticipated they were just basically on the ship for most of the time it was very character based and you got Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves and the Trinity chick and you know no disrespect to her I can't think of her name right now but you had good actors in there and it was just when I got out of that movie theater, it changed my perception on everything. And part of that had to do with the timing and the marketing, I think. Yeah. And then it worked through to like, you know, you got Animatrix and all the way through the Matrix 3 with the Jesus Complex where Neo dies. Ever since then, it's kind of been like a void. And they've been talking about making a Matrix 4 forever. Ever. And then, like, I think we live in a grand time. Like, the timing of them dropping this is interesting to me. I'll just say that. So, yeah, I'm super excited. I could be disappointed. I mean, we know a lot about it, but 54-year-old or 50s-whatever-year-old Keanu Reeves and the people that's associated with it, with the timing of it, outside of Lawrence Fishburne not being in it, but, like, I'm super curious on what the fuck they got going on here and really hope that, you know, it's something that the culture can use. You know, I told you, I'm going to be excited about some of this this post-pandemic, pre-pandemic content and the fact that they just didn't, did like... Wasn't it kind of like a ghost drop? Was anybody expecting them to start no, talking about? No, dude. They they released a teaser two days before they dropped the trailer, and they're just like, "All right, trailer's coming in two days." What? Like nobody expected that. 
That was perfect. It was perfect. They got that, and they got the new Dune movie coming out, and Foundation's going to be starting on Apple. Like, it's a good time to be a sci-fi fan, bro. It's a good time to be a sci-fi fan. Like, they got a lot coming out that's going to be really... I cannot wait to watch some of this, too. Right. But I think, I think especially if they do a deal where people go to the movies, like The Matrix 4, that first weekend, however they drop that, that's a that's going to push folks. Like, 100%. that's going to be a level of... That's going to be a level. That's going to be like Doom. That would be dope. Sci-fi fans, yes. But that's like, you know, it's it's arguable that that, that the original Matrix is like a perfect film. It's like one of the yeah, it is, man. Ever. I'm I'm looking. But nah, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'll probably end up watching all three Matrix. They all on HBO Max right now, along with the Animatrix, and I'll probably end up watching all that before it hits. Um, but as we always do before, like we want to know what your thoughts are on the PlayStation Showcase, on the Matrix trailer, on the games we talked about. Agree or disagree? Hit us up. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. You can go to skipthetutorialpodcast.com and leave us a voice message. That's available on that website. Uh, you can also hit us on Twitter at SCT underscore pod, Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, uh, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. If you just go to skip the tutorial podcast.com, there's all those links there for you too. Um, we want to know what you think. Agree or disagree. We always want to know what you think. And um, as we always do before we sign off, Stay humble. Stay humble. Good night, Cambodia. Good night, Cambodia. Mr. Peabody keeps it real. <laughs> That's the bonus. Congressmen episode. and contractors don't don't have to take the mandated vaccine. We love y'all if you listened. Hopefully, you and your your family will do well. Good night, Russia. Good night, Good night Russia. And the candidates. Good night, Russia. Good night, Russia. Don't blow yourselves to hell. <laughs> Fuck you, Crane. <laughs> Polish women got thick ass thighs. <laughs> the perfect ending.